0: yes it's me mark stone and this is the backseat driver podcast i'd like to introduce the backseat driver radio show live from harama in spain max and Guillaume Hubert two young racing drivers who are following in, in many ways, the family tradition of their uh, father, Ralph. Max and Guillaume, welcome to the Backseat Driver Radio Show.
1: Thank you, mate. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Now, I know your father is a, a fanatic about Shelby's and things like that. How did all this come about? And I conclude you're just following in the family tradition. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it all started with our father, so
1: he... He wasn't a a very enthusiastic or fanatic of cars at at the beginning. But in the year 2000, he bought a Camaro from 68, I think, with his brother, and they started rallying. And uh, the years going on, they bought new cars, Corvettes, another Camaro, and my father bought bought a Shelby GT350 for racing it on track. So that's how it all started in 2005, I, uh, I think. And I mean, I was born in, two, in 2003, and my brother in 2005. So we we've always seen our father going to races, to tracks, and uh, racing this legendary Shelby on track.
2: Yeah. And um, so from my side, it
1: started four four or five years ago. So he he just asked me, "Do do you want to race with me? Do you want to come to a race?" And uh, I mean. Obviously I said yes yeah. but at, at the time I didn't know what what I was going going to witness so um, the, my first event was in Monza Monza 2018
0: the greatest the greatest track in the world in my
2: opinion Le-
1: yeah I, I totally agree we've some but Monza is quite a quite a great track so uh, I went there and he was racing the the Shelby the GT350 and the uh, C3 Corvette from 71, yeah, which which is a genuine monster. I mean, it's a, it's a beast. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I saw all these cars uh, at the Peter Auto events. The, the, the cars are just amazing. The Group Cs, the Porsche 917. I mean, all those cars. And I was just amazed by how how fast the car could go on track. I didn't know at the time. Yeah. And uh, in 2000, uh, 2000, uh, in 2020, uh, my father uh, uh, just bought a brand new, brand new, I mean, (laughs) it was quite new at the time, the uh, 65 Mustang, which which was, I mean, perfect. The car was perfect. Yeah. Like stock, stock, out of the factory. And he prepared it. He changed everything and it became a, a, a race car yeah and he prepared this for me to race uh, in the peter Auto events and then covid happened so we couldn't start uh, well, when we wanted but um, i started my first race was in uh in record in 2020 and uh, I, I actually finished third in the
0: race well done, well done. It's Paul, Paul. Ricard. I I was there the last time. I was there was two thousand and eight, and it is a it's a very interesting circuit to drive with, Paul Ricard. Yeah, and I mean, it was generally generally the the best track for me to start. But uh, because
1: I mean, even if I blocked the the, the brakes or anything, if I spun, I, I don't know. There's a lot of runoff.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of runoff, and people don't yeah, get yeah. stuck. It's in many ways, it's a flat circuit, so you're not going to get stuck or get in anybody's way because yeah, of how yeah, the yeah, circuit yeah. is formatted. Yes. So, so how did your brother Guillaume? How did he get into racing? Or did he just follow in his brother's footsteps?
3: Well, bit, when I saw my brother training for uh, the races, my father asked me if I wanted to do something similar so I obviously I obviously uh, said yes <laughs> and uh, I um, I was going with my brother and my father in the trucks but I couldn't drive since I hadn't my, li- my license yet yeah. so I saw them uh, driving and for me it was it was <laughs> it was a bit uh, disrespectful because I saw them driving and I couldn't but um i saw what that was like and i said i wanted to do something like that too
0: yeah so yes. did you did you follow with the same ford mustang or uh, did your father build another one for you
3: he built uh, another one for me same 65 uh, mustang
2: yeah and uh, my first race was in uh, uh Mugello.
3: but i i, this I year. Hmm? it was this year, yeah, this this year was, sure. yes it's my first year this is your first year Yes. It was back in uh, April. Yeah. in in Mugello, but I I hadn't uh, had any luck because I, I broke my uh, my wrist Yeah. I, wait, I broke my wrist that day. So uh, so really my, my first race was in uh, in uh, Dijon Prenois. Yeah. in uh, in June. Yeah. But uh, I did uh, like um, sit of the race because uh, someone crashed into me. Right. (laughs) I had an accident. Yeah. But I gained a lot of of experience.
0: Yeah. So, (coughs) now the one thing I do know is your father is a a Shelby and a Cobra fan. Um, Have have either of you raced uh, any of his Cobras as yet?
1: Yeah. Yes, so uh, the Cobra, uh, white and orange cobra is his his cobra yeah. he bought it about i don't know like eight years ago and he raced everything i mean he
4: he has done everything with that car yeah two autos like five two autos uh five season of peter auto le mans classic three,
1: three times like uh, i think so um this year he just i mean at the start it was going to be half 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 i mean we i was going to do the the first half of, of the races of peter auto and he was going to do the other half yeah
2: But um, when we, we were going to change
1: drivers he wasn't he didn't have his, his suit on yeah so, I, so that meant that i was going to do the whole race by myself yeah and uh, i ended up doing the whole season by myself alone <laughs> so, <laughs> he just left me the, the wheel of the cobra
0: now the cobra is i know a shelby mustang uh, is not is a is a vehicle with a lot of power and a, a car that you have to learn how to drive but how do you find the cobras i mean the cobra is if you're not careful the cobra is a car that will literally bite back so how do you like how do you like racing the cobras and how did you adapt to it from a mustang
1: yes so um I mean, the the big difference between the the Mustang and the Cobra is the the way the car slides. Yeah. I mean, the, the Mustang is pretty obvious. It's a, a snap of overseer and you're done. I mean, you cannot do anything. It's a snap of over over you, you, you spin and that's it. Yeah. The Cobra, if you want to drive, it's easy to drive. To be honest, it's easy to drive a Cobra. But if you want to drive it fast, that's that's the difficult point. Yeah. Because the car by itself it slides by itself even when you don't know it you <laughs> just turn the wheel you turn the wheel and you you're sliding the four wheels are sliding yeah and if you want to drive it i mean crazy fast like the the first ones and the, the guys that uh, win the races in peter auto you you need to be one with the car be one with the gearbox yeah. and understand how it slides yeah because it, it's you will never ever get a snap of oversteer like in a mustang it, it will never come Yeah. Like, never it, it just la- slides slides by uh, with the four
4: wheels yeah so i mean that that's for me the, the big difference then the, the
1: power it's quite quite the same you have a bit more in the cobra but it's not that much
0: yeah so, so which do you prefer racing the cobra or the mustangs
1: um i mean uh i to be honest i can't tell you but the races with the cobra are way more exciting yeah because there's a, a hell lot more more of cars i mean in the peter auto events we are like uh 50 we have 15 or 18 cobras yeah so you can fight all race long with pfft, some different guys even before after the pit stop it's always fighting fighting over fighting yeah and the race ends at night time so you get uh, the start the daytime and you end at night at night time so that's pretty exciting but then the mustang i think that I, i've reached the limits of the car yeah i don't think that the car can can go much faster so it's, it's really fun to drive, but since there's not much competitiveness in those races with the Mustang, yeah, it's a great race, but it's quite boring. It's, uh, when you're 45 minutes in, you're like, okay, uh, I'm alone. There's no one to, to fight with me, so
3: the, the races with the Cobra are more exciting.
1: And
0: Gu- Guillaume, have you ridden? Have you driven the Cobra yet?
3: I, I haven't driven the, the Cobra yet. I only drive the, the Mustang.
0: So you've a way to go before you find the Mustangs, uh, shall we say, boring like your brother does. <laughs> yeah, because
3: the, the Mustang is a car. For me, it's a car to learn. I mean, there, there is no aerodynamic. It's a pure tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's that, and uh, for me, it's a car to learn. Yeah. Uh, when you have when you have an accident, well, it doesn't really matter because the car is strong. Yeah and it's when you brake you need to brake very early yeah. so it's, you gain experience uh, with uh, this car more than with another car
0: and because the Mustang is a big car uh, and a typical American car I got, it, it will teach you a lot of car control because I mean when you watch them uh, shall we say wallow into a corner and things like that it will teach you a lot of balance will the, will the Mustang
3: yes uh, with on over car you can just uh, turn or it will turn with the mustang you need to anticipate a bit as your approach to uh, get a good turning
2: yeah now I mean
0: when will you move on to the cobras game
1: uh. Uh, yeah, it's to the to the boss to decide to <laughs> if the boss decides to to put him in the cobra in two weeks he's in the cobra in, the, in two weeks right if he wants him to to be in the cobra next year it's next year i mean uh we don't know i mean when he put he put me in the, in the cobra it was at estuary in 2021 and it was at qualifying yeah he did the free practice and he said yeah okay now we'll take the wheel and and do the qualifying and i was like um, okay, I wasn't prepared, so it, it can be tomorrow, in two years, uh, in two weeks, so to be honest, we, we don't know. So it's when your dad Ralph
0: decides that you're uh, you're, you're right to go to the, co- to the Cobras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he's the boss. He manages everything,
0: yeah. Now the one thing I do know is, uh, besides the uh, historic cars, it's your intentions to move forward into more modern cars, because as you said before we went on air, you've now got a manager.
1: Um, I mean, our our manager is a, officially our manager, but he's a, a a professional driver too. Yeah, he he has done like five times uh, twenty four hours of Le Mans. He's done podiums at the twenty four hours of Daytona. He's done Cibre. he's done a lot, lots of of races, and he's still racing in GT4 France. So he's our manager, but also our coach our engineer because he, he with the videos and the data he can say where well, we can go faster so, so he's a bit everything in in one guy that's a, that's our man so his name is timothy buret yeah and uh, i mean next year it's not settled yet but uh, the intention is to stay in historical cars
2: yeah here with
1: the cobra to do the whole season and maybe uh, go for a podium because I couldn't manage to do one last year. And so, and for my brother, he still needs, needs to learn, yes, about the car, <laughs> control. So, no, no, but I mean, it's the most important because if you want to move on to another category, you need to have the experience to, to race with other people, yeah. to learn your car and to adapt to a car. Yes. So, for 2023, 2023, it's gonna be uh, still, um, Uh, like like, like, uh, last year so uh, classic cars but maybe one day 2024 onwards we we could do some races in modern cars just to to see how how we can do in a modern car because compared to the the guys who race in classic cars we know that we have I mean we know our our um, our potential and we know that we can do podiums and stuff, but in modern cars we don't know, because we've never tried to do a race, so maybe in two years it would be great to to do some races in modern cars
0: Well I think the thing about a modern car is uh, the The technique of driving them is completely different. To get the tires to work, yep. the brakes to work, the aerodynamics to work, you cannot drive them as you would a classic car. So in many ways, you will be learning to drive all over again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because with the the classic cars, we the big difference, to be honest, is the tires. They have fla- uh,
1: s- slick tires, and we have like Sorry. crazy, no, crazy, no. crazy old tires. Yeah uh that just slides everywhere and with one outlap they're already warm and you can push uh, push as hell and they, they, there's no much grip so you can't do anything with modern cars yeah the the, the, the way that the, the tire behaves and how it's it, how how you you put them in temperature it's uh, it's quite different so it will be uh, another experience and yeah and just uh, some, something different. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I mean, is it your intentions to, if you drive Modins, to uh, to go and be able to compete in in the Le Mans 24 Hours? Is that your ambition? Ah, I
1: mean, it's that, that's <laughs> the ultimate dream of a racing driver. I mean, yeah, of course. If I'm not gonna be, I'm just gonna be realistic, and if uh, if I if we go. To uh, some modern categories, and we're competitive, uh, competitive, and we can fight for podiums and wins in great w- with all the great drivers. I mean, of course, if we if we are able, if we have the the talent to to go to to race with other of these great drivers in modern cars, of course the ultimate dream is to do 24 Hours of Le Mans. Yeah. But, I mean, if we're two seconds off pace realistic it's no use to go to the 24 hours of Le Mans and just be cruising there for 24 hours.
0: I mean the ironic thing is as you say it's two seconds two seconds has gone like that but two seconds in modern Le Mans is it's like a month on a calendar. Yeah
1: yeah yeah but uh, I don't know it's it's the ultimate dream and if it's possible one day I think that uh, if, even if we are 10 seconds off pace, we'll go to the mall. But uh, it's yeah, it's the ultimate dream, and uh, for, for now, it's not planned. It's not uh, it's not in our uh, sights. But uh, yeah, of so, course. So who who doesn't want to go to the 24 hours yeah. of the
0: Now, just out of interest, as your careers progress forward, will your will will Max and Guillaume always be a team, or will they always be rivals? uh
1: no I mean for the moment we were teammates we ju- we've just r- raced a, a race here in in Harama in the same car so for now we're teammates and I mean the, I don't think there's ever gonna be a, any kind of rivalry between uh, between us because I'm gonna learn from him he's gonna learn from me oh, and we, yeah we're just gonna push each o- each other forwards to 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 be more competitive and to go faster yeah. But if you say that, uh, I mean, if the question was that we were going to be in the same category and fight a fight with each other on track, of course. If I see my brother on track and he's faster, of course I, I I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to to pass him. I'm going to
0: want to pass him. So that, that's obvious. Yeah. Now I know before we went on air, you were saying your manager is thinking of putting you into a, or encouraging you into Formula Three. Now over in Europe, especially France, Formula Three is still a big series. What 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 was your what's your shall we say thoughts on moving from things like Mustangs and Cobras into a single seater
1: yeah so um, I mean uh, I don't know but uh, I, I personally don't know any driver from any modern category that went from classic car racing to modern car racing, single seaters or GTs, anything I don't know any young driver that has done that so that's the intention to go into Formula 3 I've already done tests in uh, Wolf Thunder GB08 which, yeah. is, which is a Formula 4 with way, way more aerodynamics so I, I know how, um, how a Formula car behaves but uh, yeah, the intention is just to see if it's possible you know, to to come from a classic Classica racing with all our knowledge of car control, of mechanical drip, because that's the only thing we've got and to see if we can adapt, yeah. Some uh, some, uh, some cars with a lot of aerodynamics, and if we have, I mean, uh, the courage to take car- coins that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because with classic cars you cannot take a uh, scene in Polycar flat out, you know. Yeah. You, you have to brake. So um, we'll see if, I, I, for sure, we're gonna test. Yeah. We, we we're gonna. Um, see if we like the category if we like the car if we like how it behaves and then yeah maybe move on to not via 3 because i mean that's way too expensive for what you race yeah and uh, but i mean maybe in smaller categories like U- U- ultimate cup series and i don't know if you know this category they have a formula 3 um, yeah formula 3 uh, race so uh, it would be great to just to, to compare ourselves with the others and is it
2: uh, your
0: manager's intentions that Guillaume moves into uh, single seats as well?
1: If he wants, if he wants, of course. If uh, if Tim, if our manager wants wants him to to go to to Monégasque to fi three or F3, I mean he can't obviously. Yeah. But if if Guillaume wants to go there, that that's another thing. Yeah. Maybe he he. I mean I don't know. Mate, you tell me. But um, <laughs> if he wants to stay in in classic cars. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the same for us. I mean, you will be happy for him, and that's it.
3: I mean, I need to evaluate my capacity, and it's my first year of uh, of racing. Of racing, yeah. And I st- I still need to learn, and I just can't go to more cars without without uh, finishing uh, uh, a training. So yeah. I'm not thinking about morning cars uh, now. But maybe in one year, one two year, I can think about that. Yeah. I still don't know today.
0: And even though you're a manager, I conclude your thought. Fa- you'll still take advice from your father, and your father will keep a, a close eye on both of your racing careers.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, uh, my father, our father, just um, has been racing for 20, f- 20 years, yeah. twenty five years, or just around it and he has this, the same, he enjoys the same, I mean, he enjoys driving the car, but now he, he's just happy seeing us race.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, seeing myself or my brothers um, competing and going for uh, going for it, breaking late, going for a position, that's just so enjoyable for him.
2: Yeah.
1: I can see, he was um, watching my brother race, and he had a big, big smile on his face. So he'll always be around. Uh, for uh, I mean, he'll, he'll be here. Yeah. Here with us, supporting us, uh, shouting out uh, <laughs> I mean, at us. That's how he goes. He'll, he'll, he'll always be around. Yeah. F- for sure.
0: I've interviewed quite a few young racing drivers who fo- who were followed their fathers into racing. Some quite fa- some quite famous fathers, and one of them said to me, "The problem with having a famous and successful father as a racing driver is means you will get the harshest and hardest criticism off them." Yes, of course. And do you find that with your father over your manager? Your father tends to criticise both of you very heavily uh, whilst watching you race.
1: No, no, it's the complete opposite. I mean, he's so proud that, that we are able to race that fast that uh, he we can share his his passion with cars because yeah. not not every father can, can share so, something that big with his children. So um, he's just very happy about it. And... Uh, um, no, yeah, yeah, he's he's not gonna gonna be angry because we 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 finished last or because we 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 made a bad move, you know. <laughs> so it, 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 it can it can happen. Yeah. He knows that racing is harsh. He knows that you can break things. You know, he knows that there's other people on track that sometimes are quite dangerous. So you never know what's gonna happen when you start to race. So, no, he he has been very supportive. The good moments, and the bad moments, when when we quer- crashed cars, when we finished on the podiums, always been su- super supportive. So I don't think that uh, there's going to be um, much arguments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so does your father still race?
1: Um, he didn't race this year. It was his first year. I mean, I just realized it it was his first year since 1997 yeah. that he didn't race. So that was quite uh, quite an uh, event. See, Le Mans Classic, ah, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, he we, raced. Yes. He has done more I everything. forgot about it. Yeah. He but um, yeah, next year he's he has he to, to race. Yeah. I don't know the, I still don't know the car. But uh, he told us that he was going to race.
0: Because I know that's one thing. Uh, your father has changed his racing cars, hasn't he? I mean, he's got his Apparently he's got rid of some and he's replacing them with other vehicles. What yes. what sort of cars will be joining the uh, the family racing garage? Well,
1: you know, uh, he has been always racing the the 60s and 70s American cars, uh, Shelby's, Cobras, Corvettes, and uh, in, C- so, yeah. So uh, in 2019 he bought a uh, Group C, yeah, AD2, Group C, uh, C2. So that was uh, quite a change, but. Um, he he sold it, but well, I mean he he raced with it. He raced with it for two years. He won actually the the championship with it. Yeah. But uh, these cars for him goes too f- they go too fast and they're too complicated and a hundred thousand pounds for the engine. Wow, it hurts. You know when you break the engine, it's it's quite harsh. So uh, he'll be, I think that he's he he's still gonna be racing with. 60s, 60s cars yeah american europeans german cars i don't know but in the 60s he's gonna stay in
0: the 60s now next year 2023 marks the 100th anniversary of the le mans 24 hours and the next year's classic le mans is going to be a serious event uh are all of you going to be there and competing in the 100th anniversary
1: uh, for my brother, I d- I'm not going to compete. I nope. mean, he, 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 he's not, mm-hmm. but because he, be has, uh, he has exams. <laughs> 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 so he, he cannot compete. But I'm on the list. I'm going to be on plat- uh, Plateau 4, yeah. so the, in the 60s, uh, racing the Cobra. And my father is uh, also
3: in Plateau 5 with uh, the C3 Corvette. So we're, we're going to be there.
0: So, but Guillaume, you will be there on the pit lane wall cheering them on?
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'll be here because I've never been to uh, to Le Mans, so it will be uh, something to learn, yes.
0: The one thing about Le Mans that I always remember is, besides the racing, it is the atmosphere of just being there. I mean, it is a an unbelievable place to go to. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, uh, I've never went to Le Mans Classic either, so... Uh... My father told me for, he's been telling us for 20 years that it was uh, the best event in the world, the best classic car event in the world, but uh, we never went there, so we're, we're gonna see. I mean, every, every 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 person that goes to the More Classic says that it's it's just amazing, it has an amazing atmosphere and the cars are pretty and everything is, ama- is, is great. So
0: we're gonna see, but uh, I'm pretty excited to go there, to be honest. I mean, I've always said, this is just my personal view, the greatest race in the world is the Le Mans 24-hour. The greatest yep. circuit in the world is Monza. <laughs> now, I know you guys haven't been racing that long as such, but which are your favourite circuits? Um, that, that's a hard one. Personally, I haven't done a lot of
4: circuits. I can say that Paul Ricard is a good circuit. It's a good circuit because uh, you can't crash. <laughs> so
3: but yeah, but um, I, I will say Paul Ricard. Right. Because I, I have been here two times and I had a lot of fun. So two times. Uh,
0: Max, which is your favorite circuit?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, to 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 race. And to learn, of course, I'm, I'm gonna say the same as my brother, Paul card, To learn the car, it's just amazing because you can go as far as you want. You're never gonna crash, so that's great. But to the experience and the feelings of the track, I'm gonna be like a normal, normal guy. But Spa, Spa is just beautiful. I mean, the racing is in Spa was just from out of another world. It was, it was just magic, and. Um, I, I haven't been to Monza, but uh, if I go there, I tell you. But uh, I think that Monza is also uh, an amazing track. So
0: fast. But I mean, Spa is incredibly fast. I mean, I have been at Spa and it is an incredibly fast circuit. The fact there are a lot of, shall we say, hills and drops, and you can have nice weather at the pit lane and it can be raining at the far side of the circuit. So it can give you everything in one can Spa.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, I was there in at the, in May, I think it in the, yeah, at the end of May, and uh, we arrived there. We've done, we had uh, in the free practice. The half half of the track was wet, and the other half was dry. I mean, completely dry. So it was it was strange because you you were you, you went to the to the wet line, to the wet racing line at the start. And you ended at the, the dry, so it was it's, uh, just so strange to drive there. And, the, oh, and then the second, the third day, it was just raining all, all the, for the whole track. So, so I mean, it's Spa. You know, it's gonna, it's maybe gonna rain. It's surely gonna rain. Yeah. So, uh, so it's it's yeah, it's an amazing track. I I, I loved it. I loved it. So and I've i raced the Mustang there at, uh, at night time. Yeah. The whole race was at night time and. Uh, the atmos- the atmosphere, it's, it's, it's just crazy <laughs> <laughs> to be in such an old car in such a, fa- a legendary and fast track. It's uh, a- a- at night time. Uh, that was that was crazy.
0: Well, the thing about writing, racing at night time is you have to be more, you're, you you to increase your game because you can't see what you can see in daylight, and you are reliant on your lights more yeah. than anything else.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> The, the lights on the cobra and the lights on the mustang are not the best in the world so you can see you you see a bit but not not, not much and actually i was going faster at night than uh, than i was going up uh, in daytime because i i had just my my references and i knew i had to break at two, 200 meters so i broke at 200 meters i, I, couldn't, break earlier. I couldn't break earlier because i couldn't see the, the void so I was going faster at night it was, it was it was crazy
0: Max and Guillaume Huber it's been a pleasure chatting to you over in Harama thank you very very much for joining me on the Backseat Driver Radio Show so early on the Sunday morning
1: thank you thank you mate, thank you for, for inviting us and uh, to, ge- to give us the opportunity to express ourselves to, uh, to such a, a great show so thanks to you mate Thank you, it was really
0: great. It's been a pleasure. Once again, all the best for 2023. on price, never beaten on service. Whether it's cars, bikes or commercials, Hoddy Tyres are the best in the business. And when it comes to tyre expertise and advice, to supplying the correct tyres for your vehicle's specific requirements, nobody comes close to David Lakin and the Hodder Tyres team. So give them a call on 01200 613 192 or visit the website at hoddertyres.co.uk.